This is the pop master himself, the POP, the prophet of pain. And you, my friend, are listening to Wrestle Horror Podcast. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Horror. Greetings, viewers and listeners. Meet Hook Jim here, the Wrestle Horror Podcast. With me, as always, my co-host Donnie Hoover. Donnie, um, you, we got to get rid of the Pennywise. We got to get a Jason back in there. I know, man. I've been looking. I can't find one. And if I do, it's like 800 bucks, and I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> it's like, like, I love Jason, but I don't know if I love him that much. <laughs> uh, right now, you know, we've got somebody, I think, a little bit scarier than Jason. He is the pop master, the prophet of pain, Amos. Amos, welcome to the show. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Uh, who, who's this, uh, Jason? I don't think I've ever heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. Jason Voorhees, huh? <laughs> like Crystal, never been there. Not on my list. I was just there, what, a month ago? Yep. Actually went to the actual Camp Crystal Lake. Got the tour. Yeah, bigger stuff than I do. Uh-uh. <laughs> I took my wife. She was pretty scared and nervous. She was sweating a little bit for a while. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so, so so you're saying you wouldn't stand up against Jason? Sorry, guys. No, I would run as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> you got to be the fastest. You just got to be faster than somebody else. Right. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'll agree with that because definitely, if 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 the three of us were stuck there in front of Jason and he's chasing. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to end up getting killed. So <laughs> I wouldn't look back. <laughs> if you didn't see it, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> Anybody seen Jim? <laughs> no idea. Who? He's <laughs> laying in a heap over there. Um, so, uh, Scotty, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Um, you know, I've been watching you now ever since I started going to FGW. Almost, uh, it's been over two years now. Yeah. But I know your career expand is well beyond FGW. What really gets you started in in pro wrestling? I mean, you know, where does Scotty Amos begin? Well, Scotty Amos began in 1985. Believe it or not, um, it what actually got me into the wrestling business. Um, lived in a neighborhood. Uh, I don't have kids personally. Uh, so the neighborhood kids, they would come over and one of their hot topics were, was the wrestling. We did a backyard wrestling. Uh, the, the twins, the, the two kids, they wanted to take it further. So I, I made them a pact. I said, you know, when something, when I was your age, I wanted to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm I've always wanted to do it, but why not? Now I have, you know, I tell you what, what I will do, I will actually pave the path for you. So when you are old enough, 
you can walk right in there and you can live the same dream that I've always wanted to live. So I said that I actually had a dream about two weeks after saying that to the kids. Um, and I woke up and actually reached out to Denim Blevins, uh, with Battle on the Border there. Um, and he actually put me into contact with Cody, uh, Cody Hogg. Cody pretty much says, if you're serious, uh, give me an address uh, here in Hamilton, Ohio. You be here Monday. Like, okay, like, that's it? Just be there Monday, like, okay. Um, so I had a whole day. Uh, I showed up the next day, like, kind of, sort of, like, I don't know. I reached out for it, reached out to, to Cody. And Cody says, get there. And I got there. And here I am. I don't know. That was like four years ago. So I'm still waiting for the twins. They're old enough. They're, they're, uh, they're starting to adult right now. So they're going to, I'm hoping to see them back in here and uh, run a class with them. So that's, that's the ultimate goal. And we'll see how that goes. If not, I'll just keep rolling it from here and, you know, tough luck on there. So I'm living my dream right now. There you go. <laughs> uh, were, were there any inspirations for you uh, before you got into the business? Is it, were, you a, were you a fan? Did, were there wrestlers that you looked up to, uh, whether it be heels or faces? Yeah, I, uh, I've always, I mean, as a kid, I loved the wrestling. We used to uh, invite people over uh, for the pay-per-views at my dad's house. We'd pack the house and we'd uh, move the couches out of the way and just start beating the dog snot of each other. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, the, the pinnacle of turning, when I quit watching wrestling, uh, it was actually the Hulk Hogan and The Rock when they did the double turn. And that actually, that pissed me off so much that uh, they were actually cheering for The Rock and booing Hogan. I did not like that. Hogan was my idol. To this day, Hogan sits over top of my, my bed uh, over the window seal. And uh, I just remembered, like, you know, wrestling pulled that out of me. It took years to realize, like, oh, my God, wrestling pulled that out of me. Like, I, something that, that can get you that emotionally invested into it uh, it, you know it's i guess it's hindsight looking back it's like well you're you're a bum for believing that but kudos to you guys for making me feel that mm. and uh that's i'm intrigued you know the entertaining the the pull that raw emotion out of people uh you know whether it's the you know this is awesome or amazing whatever they say or the the holy s chant you know, whatever it might be it might be you know, mom coming up and just giving me a pat on the shoulder and saying, you know, my son really loved it tonight. You know, you were, you were one of his favorites. I mean, that's, that's the purpose of it. And there's no greater drug than that. So, listen well, to you guys getting into my head. I should never have told you that. You guys are <laughs> schmucks. <laughs> that's what we do. We pull it out of you. <laughs> Now, don't do that. Right. Yeah, we ain't going to go down that road. <laughs> so, uh, you know, here you are, uh, one of the more popular uh, wrestlers in FGW. Everybody, you know, whether you're a heel or a face, you're getting a reaction. And 
you know, sometimes you, you really haven't changed a thing. It's just the perception that uh, the fans have of you. Yep. Now, that, a lot of that has to do with the, the, the talent that's writing the shows, but, you know, they're giving me that platform to, to present it on. And uh, I, I've learned this crowd and it's, it's a fun crowd to work. I mean, it's that raw emotion that you're, you're working with. Uh, there's been times to where, you know, we've pulled spots off to where it's taken the air and the energy completely out of the room and you could hear a pin drop because they didn't know what to think of it. Uh, you know, Roddy Piper, you know, when you think you have all the answers, I change the question. That's kind of uh, the perception I see of it. Well, I, I, I will agree with that. You definitely do that. And, uh, being that I'm on the other side of the equation and, and, and I know the inner workings of the business, I still have that raw emotion when I watch a show, regardless if it's FGW or even, even NOW as a ring announcer, just sitting there watching the show, that emotion is still there. And that speaks well for the talent to draw that emotion out of you, regardless of, of where you sit in the business or as a fan. Uh, that's, that, that's why you do it, you know. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, that's the end goal is to get that reaction of all those fannies in the seats. Yep. Uh, and in speaking of which, you know, just recently uh, you had a match with uh, Onyx. Um, I'm still short from that. Yeah, unfortunately, did any of you guys catch uh, this Sunday morning of uh, he he posts on uh, his Facebook just sitting there warming up like his warm up for uh, his routine and the boys throwing up 220 like it's nothing right and hold just it there <laughs> it's off the dad starts hitting the ropes if that wasn't enough he goes over there and starts curling the guy's not even sweating it's like <laughs> gentlemen like the, the 220 that might be a work so you can like, no need to go over top but uh i you know as a as a grown adult I don't think I should be picked up like that. I was offended. <laughs> you know, you're probably thinking, who booked this shit? <laughs> Your work's not mine. Management. <laughs> you you got you to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I knew he was going in there for power. Uh, I tested that theory, and I, if, uh, I wish I wouldn't have, but – yeah, I bet you his ribs are about as sore as my butt right now. <laughs> I agree. Yep. If uh, if Peachy didn't get involved, but I should be wearing that title, and we could have pushed that over to the side, and old Arnold could have sat next to Danny for all he wanted to. Around, <laughs> if you want to ask me? We'll we'll visit that some other time. No, but Onyx, man, I, I respect the hell out of Onyx uh, for all he does with the kids. Uh, the Russell Fit classes. He's, you know, once I got the opportunity to come to now, um, you know, he was the first one to take me underneath the wing, um, to kind of the, the locker room etiquette, um, kind of pointed me around. Yeah, he's a good dude. We sat there, talked. Um, actually, uh, I just started a new uh, shoot job, and I was kind of having uh, issues uh, with the sleep schedule, waking up so early. And that's uh, something that he's been dealing with. And it kind of it sparked a conversation uh, between he and I. And it, it went good. I don't get along with people. If I'm you know, shooting on you, 
but I'm glad I had the opportunity to go around with him. Uh, I will do it again. Now, for the record, I've never been beat twice by the same person. I'll just throw that out there as a fact. All right. <laughs> but that whatever it is, uh, I know what he's working with. I know what I can do, and I think I can break him down. Uh, his game, where I can have a game plan to where I can break him down. I promise you. So we're probably going to look at Amos and Onyx part two. Oh, absolutely. I hope. If not, you're the schmuck for not booking it. <laughs> who does the booking? Uh, I don't know. Some some fat bastard. I don't know who it is. <laughs> it's the ring announcer. <laughs> the ring announcer. Yeah. Well, actually, you you had Onyx from uh, both sides of the ring, if I'm not mistaken, didn't you? Uh, tag with him with ever like Bobby Fulton's place or something one time. Yeah, we, uh, we sure did. Uh, it was, let's see. It was, Oh, I don't know. Oh. No, you're putting me on the spot now. Yeah. Um, I think the go home spot was that was, he said, Hey kid, uh, you're ready to go up. And I said, huh? And he's already got me up in a gorilla. <laughs> Over three guys stacked high. Just take a deep breath. It's like, what? Man, I'm a grown ass adult, man. Like, get my permission before you pick me up. Like, that. Right. <laughs> we made a good tag team, man. Like, uh, he and I are on some, uh, you know, working together. We we had some good chemistry working uh, apart from one another. Like I said, I'm quite sore. I don't want to test the theory of power anymore. I know it's there. Uh, yeah, so, so you've known him from both sides of the ring. So, yeah, you might, you know, you might learn a little more than other people and might be able to figure him out. From the way it went uh, there at now, 16, he thought I would have learned a lot better. I still tested that theory. He called me a madman, but I know uh, actually how strong he really is now. So mm -hmm. sometimes I have to learn the hard way. All right. That's me my whole life. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he was walking around going, I haven't even broke a sweat yet. <laughs> I came out sweating. <laughs> now, big man. I, I, like I said, I, I would have had him right there at the end if uh, if Peachy didn't grab that chain. I mean, uh, it, you don't you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. I didn't see. <laughs> I, I saw no chain. <laughs> He's like, what chain? <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't change. Change what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I say the kids in the in the audience definitely saw it. They were screaming at the top of their lungs for like three quarters of the match after you pulled it out that first time. <laughs> I'm like, you figure like we're in close quarters. I'm sure they've heard you guys by now. <laughs> They're not listening. Shut their mouth as they get louder. <laughs> You're not gonna listen to him, are you? <laughs> I, would, I would never do that. <laughs> and, and of course, Peachy's deaf, so mm -hmm. huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't hear nothing. <laughs> I, I bet you, uh, I bet you, Onyx, he's a little sore on his ribs. I made sure to uh, get my receipts in on him, but uh, he had the last laugh, man. So. There's a reason he's the Arnold champion. He he showed it. I can't I can't uh, not give him credit, but uh, I'd sure love to revisit that. I, I, like I said, I have a game plan to work with him now. 
If anybody can probably take the title off of him, I wouldn't be surprised if it was you. Well, I appreciate that. Now, just given the opportunity, if we could find out who the damn booker is, just saying, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to put it out there, see if we can we've figure that out. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's the best idea I've heard all night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, going back to where uh, you and Jim was talking about your character, how you can you basically went from heel to face and your character never changed. Um, what do you prefer? Uh, do you prefer the crowd cheering you or do you prefer the heat and the crowd booing you? I mean, your character doesn't change either way. So which one do you like to work with more? Well, I'm going to throw a curve at you. Uh, it, honestly, I like to be you know, that guy that it, honestly, my high is getting out there. And whoever is across that corner from the other corner of me, my job is to get that guy over. Right. So if they're putting me in front of a, a baby face, I'm going to be the, the worst heel that you've ever laid eyes on. And you're a heel. I'm going to sell my ass off. I'll get you. Daddy will drive the Brinks truck home. That's fine. You can do that. I'll just make sure I bring my T-shirts to sell. <laughs> if we're shooting. Yeah. No, it's, uh, like I said, it's it's getting out there, man. That I, I have no preference. I like to. I can I can utilize myself which way. Like I said, the other guys is the important part of my eyes. Mm -hmm. you just like the reaction period absolutely I, call me crazy like one of my goals is up the, the old school where you get the knife shank where they're wanting to that's it's actually on one of my bucket lists i'm hoping mm -hmm. to go down south you know down south and see if i can get an old lady to try to, to stab me try to give you one so, <laughs> give you the business <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so I never had different things. You know? I say most of my career I was a heel, and I've never had anyone try to to stab me or shank me per se. But I've had people waiting for me out in the parking lot to jump me, and my wife would have to like oh, bring. Yeah. yeah, me, and my oh, wife yeah. had to bring our van around, and it was me and two other guys, and she had to pull the van around back so we could get out of there. So there was like people in the parking lot waiting to just tear us apart, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, we need to go. <laughs> So, uh, look back. Yeah, so, but yeah, I never had a knife pulled out on me though. Okay. Your Shank Dorsey, I mean, come on, I mean, right. <laughs> so it's, it's it's baby steps. Of this bucket list, you know, people have different goals, and mine just so happens that you know an eighty year old lady wants to stab me. Whatever, like, mm. you know, you, some people want to be scientists. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, that'll put you on another level, actually. Like, do you hear yeah. what happened to Amos? <laughs> this 8508 lady stacked him. <laughs> yeah, that puts you on upper level status there. That upper level status would be ICU. <laughs> so your career with FGW, um, like I said, I mentioned earlier, I've been watching you since I, I came and you never put on a bad match in my eyes. You, you always um, are very entertaining, whether you're a face or heel. Uh, you get that response out of people. Uh, and, you know, I have to say now, schmuck. 
gimmick infringement. You're gonna build me up like that. You're gonna schmuck me. Yeah. No schmuck you, pal. They're right there. I'll end this damn thing right now. And uh, you know, right now you're one half of the FGW tag team champions, along with the daughter of a thousand maniacs, Shauna Reed. Uh, how was that moment for you? Oh, it was great. Uh, it was great until Cody stuck his nose in it. Everything was going fine, to be honest with you. We, we set our goals. It, it sucks that, you know, Cody had to be tossed over the ropes to be that number one contender. Well, my bad. You know, take opportunities, he says. I took one, and unfortunately, that hawk didn't fly, and I threw his ass over the ropes. Sean and I won the tag team titles. Uh, going up against Matt Taylor and the congregation. So the payoff, it worked in my eyes. It was a great moment. And 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 throughout, you know, whatever that Sean and I have been throughout, you know, that story, oh, it's so it's a beautiful story. You can't you can't lie to us. Tag team champions and now, you, now we're in the conflict of, you know, that third party so happens to be, you know, her fiance. And here I am, tag team champions with the, uh, his fiance. Weird, man, you know, real weird. But it's a connection that we have and it feels good. It's working. It is working. We, I, I don't know of any other intergender, uh, you know, tag team champions out there other than the Von Englands. Um, Maybe Shorty and Randy West, you know. So there's a short list of the people that have actually pulled this off, and to be one of those, I mean, damn, it feels good. But it's bittersweet. It's a sum. It's sour, is it, Cody? Just saying. Where were you? You're chasing after the FGW title. We are in the background making noise, uh, streamers. And we got what we wanted. Now you're upset with it. You don't have. A title, you don't have the tag titles, you just got a bad taste in your mouth because you can't do anything about Matt Taylor. Let's face the facts. I'm sorry, but I speak the truth, and I hope you hear it. All the way from here to Florida, enjoy your bachelor party. I'll be defending our tag team titles at FGW tomorrow night. You're welcome. It's good entertainment, is it not? Absolutely. A beautiful story and it's not done it's only gotten started and you are the schmuck if you don't tune into it it's available every wednesday night on youtube good plug and i'm getting used to this podcast stuff you guys should hire me i should be zoom calling you you're welcome donnie you're off jim you right. and i okay? <laughs> oh i'm down all right Sorry, hey, it gives, me, it gives me some time off to do other stuff that's fine <laughs> no time off no, you're hired. You're oh. hired. Hey, you're VP now, pal. Oh, but up okay. with that, you'll be running this show. All right. Don't play with me. Get <laughs> time off. They call me the schmuck. So hey, speaking of schmuck, I just gotta ask this because I in my head I played it out this way and I was laughing uh Sunday. When uh, when Onyx tossed you out of the ring, or you or you took a took a powder out of the ring and was outside, and you crawled in between Jim and Chris to get up, did you call her a smuck by chance? Right, I did. Did you? Because I, I, <laughs> I was I was sitting there doing the music, and I seen you crawl over there, and I said, I bet he called Chris a smuck. <laughs> so, 
I was also, trying to put my head on uh, Jim's lap. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to sit on my lap. It's like, I'm getting out of this. <laughs> it's the first time I've had a wrestler's head here, and this is weird. Everybody's looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just wanted to ask that question because in my mind, like I said, that's how I played it out, and I was cracking up. But now that I know that you actually did do that, it makes it even better. <laughs> Any given opportunity, uh, if I mean, the Iggy, and this is a Cody Hawk, like when you're at least expecting it, it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> Cody usually will be working uh, a rumble match, and Cody will get every one of us with the, the spinning circle. <laughs> uh, did he tell yeah, you guy anytime. about it? Did he tell you guy about his pay envelope at the Zucchini Fest? Again? I said, did Cody tell you about his pay envelope at the Zucchini Fest? No, I had one no. of those in there. I took a picture of me doing that, and I put it in his pay envelope. <laughs> Uh, he, he got a, cool. Yeah, he got a kick out of it though. He was like, "That was a good one. That was a good one." <laughs> and nobody gets Cody, and, and like he won't tell anybody about he's got him. No, we keep that on the down low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my daughter Shelby used to complain about uh, Cody gets me with that all the time. <laughs> Every time. Uh, he's uh, I've been. Traded heavily with him for four straight years, and he gets me on the daily. It's like, how, why, why do I even try? Yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes up there, look down, and get you again. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do it in matches many times. Oh yeah. So uh, let, let's let's steer away from wrestling for a minute. Let's talk a little bit about the other side of our podcast, which is horror. Again. Um, how are you with horror films? I mean, we were talking earlier and you're like, you didn't want to be around Jason. Yeah. Um, I'm not like, I, I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do, it's scary movies. Yeah. Uh, I think we've hit a, um, a more mainstream, I guess. Like I said, uh, I'll, I'll search the old Google, you know, what's good, what's playing right now, what's hot. And we'll watch it. Uh, I'd say the, the most recent, Scary one that I've seen that stands out in my mind uh, that actually got me was the was the uh, autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay. No, mm-hmm. that that's that, I don't know. There's there's uh, different ways to scare me. I guess I don't mm-hmm. like to be scared. I like to be the scary one. Yeah, that one was pretty suspenseful and it's and it's horror and fear. Yeah, so I I, I enjoyed that one myself. <laughs> You guys excited for the, uh, the new Jason movie, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Any you 80s horror that comes out, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually going to the premiere. For Halloween Kills? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to the theater yet or if I'm just going to get it on Peacock. I haven't decided yet. Right on. Have you guys, since uh, the whole COVID thing hit, have you guys been back to the theaters at all? I haven't. Nah, I want to, but I haven't. I do a lot of streaming. Um, there, there's one out now on HBO Max that's really good. Called, <coughs> it's called Malignant. Malignant? Malignant. What, what's that one about? That, it sounds uh, almost like a curse. Uh, in a, what manner of speaking it is, it's... Uh, 
uh, how do I put it? Donnie, you've seen it too. Mm-hmm. Um, to say it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a birth defect and a curse combined with just psychosis. <laughs> it's like, let's see. Uh, are you unasked for uh, details? Um, like my background, uh, like my mama, she's she's a high priestess Wiccan. Oh, okay. So I, I was kind of brought up onto that, um, kind of not forcefully. I was kind of, you know, here, this is what I do. This is what everybody else does. Enjoy your journey. Um, so a lot of that growing up, I had different uh, content to read through. Um, so that, that rang a bell, um, the, the name of the movie. That I don't know. Now it's gotten weird. You guys know too much about me now. No, not really. Cause yeah. Jim is too. <laughs> Scotty, I, I'm actually Wiccan as well. Cool. No, it's it's good. And like, so, uh, and so is Chris. So if you keep up with the schmuck stuff, Chris might put a spell or some shit on you. <laughs> Stay away from me. Oh, um, is there any uh, is there any horror icon that you gravitate towards? Or uh, uh, Freddy scared the, the crap out of me. Uh, I had a, uh, growing up, I had one of the Freddy gloves, and into my young adult life. Yeah, you know, I held on to it, um, but the 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 idea behind uh, being able to get into someone's dreams and not allowing them or being afraid to sleep. Sorry, uh, it reminds me a lot. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the Russian sleep experiment back in World War II. Yeah, um, so like, like thirty straight days, these people are using uh, gas to keep them alive as an experiment which is, you know, war crimes, um, same idea. Like Freddy, like really the same story, if you think about it, just kind of Hollywoodized. Um, but to, to be able to get in someone's mind and like make it like manifest a reality to where if you're caught inside the dream, you're, you're going to be dead. Uh, that to me is, that's horrific. I love my sleep and how dare you to try to take it away from me. Right. I said it, Freddie. <laughs> no, what about you guys? What, what's uh, what icons? Donnie. <laughs> I'm a Jason guy. <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> I say, and uh, it. The only reason, only reason Pennywise is here is because you know my wife bought him for me, and I put him in here. But if I had a six foot Jason. Pennywise would be out the door and and replaced in a heartbeat. <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? Why would you want a huge Jason over top of your shoulder? Because he's my I idol. Well, it's the same reason I went to Crystal Lake a month or so ago. Touche. <laughs> yeah. And get stabbed. I mean, yeah, we've <laughs> we've we've got that parallel here, you and I. All right. <laughs> I'd only I'd be mine to be by an eighty-year-old lady. <laughs> 12 foot guy that wears a mask and can't die all right <laughs> not only did he go to crystal lake but he also met the very first jason yeah. did you really yeah and alice the girl that chopped his mom's head off they were both there when we went and that's the first time oh, they'd really? been yeah it's the first time both of them had been back at camp crystal lake since they filmed the the original film 
Uh, you were able to share that. Dude, that's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I got pictures at the canoe. They reenacted the scene on the canoe where she was in the canoe and and Ari was behind her and then me and my wife was behind them and stuff. And so we like reenacted the scene of the, the final scene. And yeah, it was, it was like a nostalgic moment for me. I, I was, I don't mark out with too many wrestling stuff, but I was marking out on this like all day long. <laughs> Cause yeah. Yeah, cool. mm-hmm. yeah, it was amazing. For me, uh, it's the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Nice. Yes. No, um, no, I do it. It's amazing. I was fortunate enough to meet the actor who played him uh, a few years back, and he really creeped me out when I was talking to him because during the middle of my, my interview with him, he started sniffing me like the creeper. Oh, we got a Biden fan, don't we? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't hold. No, you're all right. <laughs> That is creepy. Oh, it, it did. It really it, it stood the hair on the back of my neck went up when he did that. And you know, he's just about as tall as I am, too. So yeah. uh it was just it was a, it was a surreal moment. Um but watching the Jeepers Creepers movies, I, I love the character. Um probably my favorite of all the horror monsters out there. That's a good one, both good ones. Now what, what was your reaction? Did you have a reaction? Just look at him like you like that? What's up? You had like <laughs> Oh, I, I was like, I side looked at him and it's like, yeah, what the hell are you doing here, dude? And I stepped back a second. It's like, um, because it's weird to see this man who he's actually not a bad looking guy out of makeup sniffing. It's kind of weird. So he sniffed and you tried to mouth kiss him is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> one step back and one side over. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I tell you another good one. Uh, yeah, I was in high school, I believe. Maybe the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. when that came out, I don't care who you are. You can't deny me. There was that time frame that when you seen that movie, that you had no idea that it was a work. And you actually, for one second, you believed it. Oh, and you absolutely. went to the woods until like you and your other buddies kind of like, that's BS. Like, that's not real. Right. And I was like, I don't know, four years later, I'm walking back into the woods and like hoping that it wasn't real. <laughs> but uh, it, it, once again, like with the, uh, the way I was up brought, like, like you, you, you make yourself aware to, uh, to have your guard up and, and, that crap could actually be true. And what if? Right. Like, mm, I'll keep my ass out of the woods for a while. Mama, <laughs> mama told me no. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I'll admit, I'm a, I'm a slasher guy at heart. That's my genre. I love slasher films. But when I did see Blair Witch and all that, it, I actually am a found footage fan now because of Blair Witch and a few of the other projects that came out. So I, if I know it's a found footage film, yeah. I'll give it a, I'll give it a watch. Yeah, there's there's always that uh, in the back of your head, like you, like all over the world, they'll find uh, you know cameras left at, at Mount Everest. You know, it left in '85. They pick it up. It's like the same thing, but I mean, hell, the woods are right down the road from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with the, with the dot com or the messenger, 
that was another one that I just watched. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, it was like a, a, a direct message that you know, the chick died, but she was still talking and like prophesizing all the way throughout this. And people are dying left and right. It's, I closed my laptop and scooted across. I got, I <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, if you're into like Bigfoot or Sasquatch movies, a, a good uh, found footage film is called Exist. Exist? Yeah, and it's basically a, it's basically like a, a Bigfoot movie on steroids, you know, and, and uh, it's really, really good. I'm probably going to go home. I'm going to eat myself a meal. meal. Uh, I might go look for uh, Exist. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'll enjoy it, I think. It's, it's a good, it's a good film. There's actually a horror movie I watched recently. It was actually a trio of them in there. They're not even B movies. They're somewhere around the D movies. Nice, yeah. Uh, called called Feast. It's mm-hmm. called Feast. Feast, yeah. It's Feast One, Feast Two, and Feast Three. Uh, Feast Three. Um, they they've got these mutated creatures that just attack everybody. And at the beginning of this movie, this girl had survived the first two movies. The monster gets her. Um, rips her head off, eats it, and then shits it out. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what we think about your first two appearances. Take that, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> and, and it showed you all the way until he was done dumping it. I mean, there it is. Amazing. Oh, no. That, that was Beast? Beast. Beast 3. Justin <laughs> Beast. Oh, it was you, guys, just, you guys will have reviews back from me. <laughs> it was so horrible. It was, it was, I couldn't watch. It was a train wreck. I, I couldn't stop watching. Oh, yeah. It, it passes that and it comes right back around. It's like, they got me now. <laughs> how bad can it really get? Girls with balls. That's how bad it can really get. <laughs> yes. yes. That, that's, that's a movie that I don't even know you could watch the whole thing. <laughs> Oh, really? He made me watch this when I was at his house. It was just, it was horrible. I mean, I, I don't even remember most of it. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm sure we could probably make a better horror film, I think. Yeah, it's volleyballs and, and heads busting and hillbillies and no, no storyline whatsoever. Yeah, it's well, it's the, your basic uh girls volleyball team breaks down in the middle of the desert and there's a bunch of uh hills have eyes hillbillies that's trying to get them or something it's like it's just it's rough but we watched the whole thing and we just looked at each other and go what the hell was that i just kept watching it well i kept watching it because it was driving chris crazy because she was despising it so i just kept it playing Nice, nice white story. <laughs> Both suffer, isn't that right? <laughs> That's great. No, I, I grew up uh, like the um, Mystery Science Theater. Oh, yeah. I still have that blasted on, uh, at mm. my house. I, I love some uh, under-budget films. But it has oh, yeah. to have a damn storyline. Yes, I agree. So. Worst, worst horror movie ever. Robot Monster. Robot Monster. I got three to watch. That's actually <laughs> five to watch now. <laughs> Find Robot Monster on YouTube. Um, it, Robot Monster. Yeah, it, it's a dude in a gorilla suit with a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a couple of those here. Uh, 
working for us. Right. <laughs> you mean like uh, Ryan and Steven? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Some big boys, man. It, it, yeah, definitely the helmet. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually dressed up as Robot Monster for Halloween one year. Say again. I actually dressed up as Robot Monster for Halloween. Did you really? Yes. Now, how long ago was this? Uh, this was about eight years ago. You got pictures? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Oh boy, let's see them. Yep. You have to Not them out. <laughs> I will I'll send them to you, Scotty. I do have them. I got a picture of me threatening Chris. Nice. <laughs> you follow through with it at least. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Chris, I was kidding. Oh no, yeah. It's, it's all good. Um so let me ask you this do you go to do you get a chance to go to any haunted houses or anything during halloween season uh i used to i used to be a, a huge halloween head uh that's like one of the greatest rushes uh you know walking through and just getting the absolute you know terrified of yourself um that kind of transitioned over into um the david barnabas factor um, he actually got us hooked up a couple of times doing some, uh, actual, uh, you know, haunted locations like Bobby Mackey's that we, we did as a group. Yes. Um, that like piqued my interest. We haven't done that, uh, you know, in a while due to COVID, but uh, that's, I don't know. Like, um, I was telling you earlier about my upbringing. There's like, I, I feel different things. And, uh, when we were at Bobby Mackey's, um, and things got real weird. Like, uh, I kind of wander off. You got to avoid all that extra energy and kind of ramble off, even though they tell you not to. But that's that's why you do it. Um, but actually, Shana, we kind of like broke off. We were probably about 20 yards away from each other, one side in the corners, walking back towards one another. And like, you just see something flow in between. We kind of look at each other look at it again and boom and we're out of there that happened several times uh, you know during the course of that every time that we kind of walk out um you know harley fairfax uh she was there she experienced the same thing um actually here at the fgw uh building 190 north brookwood avenue in hamilton ohio 45013 uh every friday night by the way uh, there, there's been some creepy things that, that's happened on in here. Uh, there used to be a gym that sat adjacent to our locker room, and you'd be the only one in here, or there'd be two of you, and you hear squeaking, walk around, nobody's out there. And you'll hear another noise, you'll walk around the corner, and the, the bag's just bouncing back and forth. And so, Cool. Just turn around, act like you don't see it, and you walk away from it. Uh, it's trying to get your attention. It happens all the time around here, but yeah. What I'm trying to get to is I love haunted houses. I love that feeling. Um, I have actually been to Bobby Mackey, so I know exactly what you're talking about. 
uh, basement to hell. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. so creepy. I had stuff happen down there and up in the bar itself when I went. Uh, it's been probably about 12 years now. Yes. So I, was I, there. I say we, uh, we revisit that. You want to? Donna, oh, you in? Let's do this. Yeah, I'll do it. That's good content. We'll all wear gorilla suits and helmets and we'll videotape the whole thing. <laughs> there you go. It sounds like a winner. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Did 2020 take its toll on your fitness? Well, body slam the pandemic and get back in shape with WrestleFit. This innovative program combines all the fitness regiments you'll need to reach your goals. The WrestleFit workout will bring strength training, cardio, and the world of professional wrestling together in a fun, new, and exciting way. Have yourself a blast working out with dumbbells, kettlebells, slam balls, ropes, tires, and an 18-foot full-size wrestling ring. The WrestleFit workout isn't just for pro wrestlers. The WrestleFit workout is for everybody. At the NOW Training Center, you can pursue your fitness goals and learn how to train like a professional wrestler without all the bumps, bruises, and slams with the WrestleFit workout. Go to www.newohiowrestling.com slash training for more information or stop by the NOW Training Center at 625 Eastgate Parkway, Blacklick, Ohio, 43004, Unit 6137. <laughs> oh man we every time we turn around we find more people that like doing paranormal stuff mm -hmm. oh absolutely there's something behind it like i said it you, you get in the it's an uncomfortableness you get right. the haters on the back of your neck you just want to keep you, you got to keep going further mm -hmm. uh, unless you start getting scratched right and i don't know how you beat up a ghost when you're pissed i don't know if, if you can do that <laughs> be kind of yeah. tough I want it like, like the, the I'm intrigued by all the weird places, like all that that, that different energy that you can feel around there, man. That's that's addicting to me. Um, just the unsettling feeling to, to know that something's happened, you know, in an area. I'm a firm believer, you know, this world's full of energy, and if you got something like that that consumes all that energy in that one area. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I mean, I, I don't know. A lot of people think that you shouldn't be around in that energy, but it's intriguing to me, man. Oh, same here, same here. I've been doing paranormal, paranormal investigation for 20 years. What, what's, the, what's, uh, what's the creepiest place you've been to? Um, I, it's a toss-up between Bobby Mackey's and Waverly Hill Sanatorium so far. I see. I see. My wife. Uh, she went to Waverly, and she's got a bunch of pictures. And um, she had like four camera packs with her, uh, all charged up. And she went to use them. It was like the second day of the tour, and completely all of them. So you'd work full battery, two pictures, dead battery, the whole time. And like the that place, you could change. Like you could feel that temperature change in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same. Any personal experiences? Um, I've gotten some EVPs. I've had uh, I've had something touch me several times um, at, when I was at the Moundsville, West Virginia State Penitentiary. I had something grab my pant leg several times uh, while I was sitting there doing an EVP session. Uh, I've got an EVP. Uh, my ex-wife at the time was with me, and 
she was taking pictures and commenting on orbs and i said you know you can't bank on orbs it can be dust it can be bugs right. and then after i reviewed the evp session i've got a recording that clearly states what what did you get oh huh. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's not a consequence or a uh, coincidence Right. You know, and it all lines up like that. And yeah, there hopefully there'll come a day and a time to where uh, science can actually explain that. Right. And, uh, I, I personally don't think we're too far behind it. Um, but to learn, you know, exactly what that is and what, what makes that energy manifest and why, you know, you know, the the hoax, the witching hour, why is that the the high point of the the day for you know activity to happen you know, right. there's explanations that i feel like i deserve and yeah hopefully science can give me that it's gonna happen i mean it's just it's just on a plane science isn't ready to discover yet but it's getting close i mean plus with- people probably don't want to like truly understand all that anyways that's because I'm not open minded. Uh, the unknown, I guess. Uh-oh. You got to have that open mind. And I'll be the first person to tell you, I was a closed minded person. Yeah. Until my first experience, which was down in St. Augustine, Florida. What was the experience on that? Um, I was on a, um, my, my ex wife had convinced me to go on a ghost tour. And I had my digital camera with me. And I took a picture out in front of, they stopped, they stopped and they were giving us a talk about this bed and breakfast that was across the street that used to be a funeral parlor. So it was a dry night and humidity was low. It wasn't bad. And I was snapping pictures and I snapped two pictures and one picture, there's a, a, a huge glowing orb with the shape of a head and shoulders. And in the second picture, there was nothing. These were five seconds apart. So at that point in time, I decided I wanted to see what else there was. I sent it to several investigators with a reputation, and they said, well, we, we can't explain this, but it's not normal. It's not something that's natural. Yeah, explainable. Right. Yeah. Since then, I call myself a hopeful, a hopeful skeptic. Yeah. But I try to keep my mind open for things like that. And, uh, of course, my wife, Chris, um, she's sensitive, which, uh, which helps. And uh, we've been, you know, we've done several houses and we've done some of the bigger places. And don't worry, Donnie, I'm not going to mention it. No, uh, I will say keep your streak alive. <laughs> oh, what the hell? I'll keep the streak alive. <laughs> um, the listeners have heard this probably the last five or six episodes yeah Um, have you ever seen the movie the conjuring yeah absolutely um september of next year myself donnie shauna donnie's wife chris and friend we are going to the conjuring house to investigate it really yes what is this uh september 9th 2022 yeah, if it's booked up that far out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's 
That's ballsy. Yeah. And I've never done an investigation, so I'm kind of an investigation virgin. So I'm, if I'm going to go big, I'm going big or not going to go at all, I guess. <laughs> so this is actual investigation and not uh, just a, uh, a touring. Oh, no, no. We've got the house for the whole night. Really? Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. And I, uh, I, I threw it. I, I pitched Shauna and she didn't hesitate. Yes, I'm in. Oh, she's into the weird stuff. She, yeah. So let's go look at tombs. Like, why do you want to go look at tombs? Okay. Let me ask you guys this: so, since you were talking about the the science and stuff, if science was to ever catch up with paranormal and was able to explain everything, would it be as appealing to you guys, or would it be? Is it the the fear of the unknown, so to speak, or whatever that keeps you intrigued? You're always going to have the skeptics. Uh, you're always going to have two opinions where you're either going to believe or it's going to be baloney. So I could tell you I'm going to be on one of those sides. It just depends what the uh, science is trying to feed me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just depends on the outcome. It's going to be a ha-ha, I told you so, in my opinion. Um, and then kind of wait for the rest of the world to catch up. Uh, I kind of – I have a good feeling. I think I know what's out there. Um, so yeah, that's my opinion. Uh, my opinion is that, uh, when it does catch up, yes, there's, there's going to be proof, but there's so much out there and so many different levels uh, of different entities that it's still going to be a wide open field. We're just going to have more tools to work with. Yeah. More questions to ask. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So it'll never be completely explained, but we'll keep going. Until then, we'll just have random things pulling on our pant legs. Right. <laughs> well, you know, on top of that, Scotty, I live across the street from the Green the Greenwood Cemetery here in Hamilton. So, do you really? Yes. Oh, you should not have told me that. <laughs> That's um. Yeah, any personal experiences like uh, places where you lived growing up or anything, or that was your turning point was seeing the orb? That was my turning point. Um, there was a couple of experiences as a kid where uh, my friends were doing things with a Ouija board that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a couple of things that kind of creeped me out. Um, but I kind of, that was, you know, I was a kid. I was probably 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. And as I got older, I just kind of, you know, pushed it aside as being some my mind or whatever. Um, but uh, I've had experiences in my house. My house is almost 100 years old. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I used to run a, a group of traveling haunted house actors. And um, my, my business partner passed away suddenly at the age of 41. Oh. And... Um, He's, he's a little bit of a practical joker and him and Chris didn't get along so well. Yeah. But I, I am firmly believe that he's been around a couple of times just to mess with Chris because uh, her keys will, will get moved someplace where she can't find them. Oh, yeah. Um, and his name's Jason. And uh, you know, he, he pops in from time to time and, and messes with her or, or one of my animals because my animals see stuff all over the place. Oh, yeah. Very susceptible to it, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, Chris better that, not that, better that, not that. hope Peachy passes away or she's in a world of hurt because <laughs> he'll just move in with y'all. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Donnie? Um, I've I haven't really experienced stuff, and if I have, then I didn't know I was experiencing experiencing it. So, um, cause I know I do remember a situation as a kid where I was at my grandpa's house and I looked up the stairs cause they always said that there was, there was ghost in his upstairs bedrooms. And I remember us playing at his house and as a kid and I looked upstairs and there was like a black shadowy figure at the top of the steps. And then it just like vanished or went into the bedroom. And so I do vaguely remember something like that from being a kid. And then, uh, there was one time at carnage, I was uh, standing there and I felt this thing on the back of my neck so i don't know if it was just like like their air kicking on or if there was like a breeze somebody opened the door but there was i was inside one you know the inside the haunt helping out and working and i just felt this wind on the back of my neck yeah. and, right like that right across the, the yeah. tip of the neck yeah that. and i just kind of like went like that and i looked and i was just, and i didn't think nothing else about it so i mean that may have been something or like i said it may have been somebody opening a door and like a wind gust coming through i have no idea but yeah yeah, no, like super out, you know, something that stands out clearly as, you know, that was weird has happened that I know of. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a person with, uh, I look for signs. So I guess if you're looking for it, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the psychology behind that. Uh, but it, there's too many things that I've had personal experiences with, um, you know, on a daily to where you can't just, chalk it all up to uh, coincidence right uh, mm-hmm. you, you run out of the coincidence it's like all right what the hell is really happening here like, mm-hmm. think of something and you know see something and it starts shaking it's like okay am i really seeing that but okay i really am and you just kind of continue on just not paying mm-hmm. attention to it. right so you just yeah. tuck that away that's kind of what I did do. now because there there have been sightings of stuff at the Carnage Haunted House that I help out at. And they, okay. they've even got some on video from their security cameras and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I kind of did. Like when it happened, I just kind of was like, you know, when I looked around, I didn't see nothing. I was just like, eh, I just kept on going, you know, didn't think nothing about, nothing else about it. <laughs> yeah, just keep on trucking it. Eyes forward, walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jim, you were talking about uh, a Ouija board that you weren't supposed to do anything with uh, growing up. That was actually uh, one of my bonding moments with my family. Okay. That, that, I know that sounds weird, and that I shouldn't admit that in today's world. I might be canceled, but I don't care. That's who I am. Right. We're, um, it was my grandmother. She lived in Norwood um, on South Madison Avenue. And we all, uh, you know, conjured up over there into the living room. It was right around Christmas time. I want to say uh, like the 22nd, 23rd, if you would. Uh, but we, we go over there. We got uh, my brother uh, is introducing his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, you know, how weird my fucking family is. Um, so we're doing it. We're doing the, the spirit board and started asking questions like you're pushing it who's pushing it you're not pushing it i'm not even touching it uh and all at once give us a sign the thing didn't move it's like it's broke and all of a sudden she had that she had a christmas tree that she sat right there on uh next to the, the sofa and that thing just it took off it went down 
everybody scurried away. We blamed it on the cat, my grandmother's black cat named Puss. We blamed Puss for it. And Puss, Puss was on the other side of the room with my brother in his lap. <laughs> and it's like, at that point in my life, that was my turning point to, <laughs> okay, that, the world's going to be like that. I got to keep an open mind. What the hell was that? I still don't know what that, what it was. So I, I think my interest that early in life, I've, I've uh, continued with it. And it's always intrigued me. So careful me for how I feel. <laughs> my opinion about spirit boards is very simple. Um, if you don't know how to handle it, don't mess with it. Yeah. Amen. I mean, you know, you go into spirit Halloween, you can buy one and it's like, you do that and you're just inviting trouble, but people that understand it understand how dangerous it can be. Well, uh, if you don't mind, if, um, if you're one of those people that can go to the store and pick one of those up for entertainment purposes, uh, you're obviously, you, you don't know what you're doing. Um, from what I've been taught uh, is what makes the spirit board a spirit world is you know, the, the blessing that's put upon thee. So if you're getting it from a factory from uh, Parker Brothers or whatever, just manufacture it off, it's a board with uh, the alphabet and some numbers to make it look appealing to you. Just like tarot cards, you can go and buy tarot cards, but if they're not blessed, they don't, I mean, what do they get? They're just, a, it's a deck of bicycle cards if you think about it. Right. So I, that's, that's the interpretation. I, I Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I respect that. And I understand where you're coming from. And I agree with you. But even with these manufactured boards, people can oh, absolutely. make mistakes. Yeah. They can bite something in they don't want to. And not everything's nice. Yeah. Uh, dabbling's not always good. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, some people, you think about it. Uh, they blame all their troubles in their life, you know, they're downtrodden, whatever. And they don't think, like, hey, when I was 12 years old, I was I was playing a spirit board, didn't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't close it off at the end. And I guess who's hanging around, and that's the reason that you're depressed and that you're thinking about suicide. That's what they feed off is that negative energy. They take all your positive energy and they feed off of it, right. make your life a living hell. Right. It's, it's the science that we can't explain, but you know, they. It could be there for the optimistic, but we don't know. There's no proof uh, or anything to go against it. So, right. Well, let me ask you this: Do you uh, you keep silver on you at all times? Good. Just just curious. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Did I just do that to you guys? That's not this type of show. I just took it up a notch, didn't I? <laughs> I'm just curious because I'm a firm believer in silver for protection. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys want to meet George? One of sure. our green homies? Chris, you want to come in here if you want? These, uh, these are the greenhorns. Uh, hello. Hey, George. Hey, George. You got a silver bullet nipple ring too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, there's Chris. If you can't see Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Oh, so is he a good is he a good trainer, a good helper? Or does he just beat on you guys and call you schmucks? 
It's just he beats that. on me and calls me a schmuck. I mean, he's a good trainer to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, who the hell? Why'd you guys even come in here and interrupt me? You invited, me. <laughs> you invited us. How dare you? <laughs> this was going good, and you just flipped the script. Those guys don't like me because I push them hard, and that's my fault. All right. Give me a bad rap. See you later. <laughs> Bye, Daddy. Love you. <laughs> oh, good Don guy. Donnie, I think it's time to ask Amos the question. All right. I'm going to be dropping on him. All right. We're going to ask you the question. We ask everybody we get on here and talk with, and there's no right or wrong answer. It's just a way for us to get inside the guest's mind and see how demented and twisted they are. So that question right. is, you are the main serial killer in your own horror film. What is nice. your go-to kill? Ooh. Oh. The most cringeful thing that I've ever seen is in Saw when the chick fell in all the needles. That, mm -hmm. That's the most cringeful that I've seen to date. Um, interesting. I've always... <laughs> oh. Yeah, the old uh, the Looney Tunes, uh, to where they've always tease, you know, the the good guy going towards the buzzsaw. It's you know, you're fighting back. They're strapped in, they can't do anything, and it's literally uh, a twenty thousand RPM saw that's coming right towards your crotch. Like, <laughs> you have a lot of time to think about that, and that, like, when it hits, it's gonna hit, and it's not gonna. It's gonna take some time to push back. Mm -hmm. there so, uh, that, that would be one of them you guys should have let me have time to prep for this on the spot <laughs> yeah. the whole beauty of it yeah uh, hmm. I'm probably going to have to like some way to, to split somebody in half okay uh, yeah. well that bus all table will do that <laughs> table the the needles though just you're not gonna you're not gonna die unless there's like poison that's going to be embedded into the needles as they penetrate through you mm -hmm. so that's more of a dick move excuse my language mm -hmm. uh just to get somebody to to feel the pain and the torture to live their experiences is why she was i think she was a heroin addict mm -hmm. uh, but she made it through it she didn't die and that was a test for her right uh, but i think you know, slow, gruesome. Uh, if if I were to, I would start off with the fingernails. You know, going one by one. I don't care what questions I'm asking. Uh, I think you're lying. We're just going to continue on, type thing. That's how quick. <laughs> right. I don't believe you. Are you a girl? You yes, you're lying. <laughs> we'll put it back. I'm sorry. It has to hurt. <laughs> but yeah, definitely the buzzsaw. Uh, or some kind of uh, more torture that would lead to, uh, yeah. But definitely, if it was a type of movie, it'd be a, a psychological uh, horror film. But I don't know how the buzzsaw would feed into that. We'd find a way. You know? <laughs> Always a way. That'd, that'd be the go-home spot. It'd probably be me on it. That's what <laughs> happens to the schmucks, apparently. You get ideas and it happens to you. <laughs> now that brings up uh, another movie you need to watch. Yeah. Called Terrifier. 
Terrifier, uh, Exists, and Feast 1 through 3. Terrifier. Terrifier. What's, what's that one about? Uh, it's about a killer clown, but he's not your typical killer clown. Okay. Uh, we actually had him as a guest on our show a few months back. The, mm-hmm. the guy Art the Clown. Um, and there's some unique kills in there I think you'd appreciate. Nice. Uh, I like a thoughtful kill. Yes. <laughs> there's more ways. Uh... Especially the final kill. Nice. Just remember that. They catch me off guard. It might. Yeah. You'll definitely appreciate it. If it doesn't catch you off guard, you will appreciate it. Touche. That blood went very far, sir. Yeah, that's another one that's coming out soon. I can't wait to see. It's Terrifier 2. Yep. Oh, they're making a sequel to it. They're uh number mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Hey, you guys are starting to, to drop these breadcrumbs on me. I might like be another window over here permanently. This is fun. <laughs> yeah yeah we also have john orlando on here our play-by-play guy yeah he, he comes on here on occasion and does stuff with us too oh nice triple yeah, the so, trouble nice oh yeah because <laughs> he's a he's a decent movie buff and stuff and you know he's he's a book a book of knowledge when it comes to wrestling so he's fun to talk to sometimes and stuff as well uh, uh... You get you get you get mind pickers like that. Those are the, the ones that uh, uh, always intrigued to to see their their side of things, mm-hmm. see what makes them tick. Yeah, uh, the only thing is he's, he's not a he's not a horror guy. So if we start talking about horror haunted houses, he just like sits there quiet. <laughs> he doesn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah. <Down>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you talk wrestling, he's a chatterbox. You start mentioning haunted houses, he kind of clams up. <laughs> I think somebody needs to be scared. We need to yeah. drag carnage. There you go. You're like, yeah, we got a wrestling there's, show there's we're going to. Guys. I don't like being scared. Take it. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, guess who? Uh, well, he's actually volunteered a couple times at Carnage with me, but he's actually scared to go through haunted houses. So I'm going to put him on blast and he's probably going to punch me for it. But guess who it is? Oh, it's honest. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's worked yeah, the last two Fridays at Carnage with us, but get him go through a haunt. He won't hardly do it. He, he's just like, no, thank you, brother. I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Some people don't like that 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 feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, be com- or get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. It's a thrill. Yep. Uh, I'm definitely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna talk to David. I'm gonna organize this. We might hit Bobby Mackey's up. Cool. I would love to. I definitely like to experience that with you. Yes. Donnie's gonna have to bring some diapers with him though. Oh, I'll just wear the pins right in there. I don't give a crap. I'll say, I'll just shit myself and keep going. <laughs> Bring some for Breeze. <laughs> Do you I'll smell go. that? It's the, it smells like death. <laughs> <laughs> smells like death and for Breeze. What's going on here? <laughs> I've definitely got plenty of investigation equipment. Oh, yeah? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I got quite a few. I got full spectrum cameras. EMF meters, uh, non-contact thermometers. Uh, I got a DVR system with eight cameras. 
Um, I've got night vision goggles. Um, God, what else? Dowsing rods. Dowsing rods. Mm -hmm. We got all kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, we'll put those <laughs> things to work. Absolutely. Maybe uh, I think uh, the Bobby Mackey's thing that we had um, it was like a light gimmick. You put it in there, and if it censored something, it flashed. Uh huh. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, let's see. I've also got a spirit box. That's at uh, the crashy one, is it? Like that, 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 that one. Uh, it's it's the one that scans through the the radio frequencies. Okay. Yep. Um. God, I don't know what else have I got here. I'm gonna look here. Don't look at me like that, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Scotty, uh, it's about time to wind this down. So, let's uh let. You know, what about social media? How can people find out more about you, about FGW, things like that? So uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still in my old school ways. I'm still learning the, the whole social media thing. Uh, I'm quite active on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Amos Awakening on uh, Facebook or at Amos to Awaken, the number two, Awaken, A-W-A-K-E-N, um, the Prophet of Pain on Twitter. And I'm still trying to get used to the Instagram. Uh, it's on my shoot name. That's Scotty Amos, but also followed with Amos Awakening and the Prophet of Pain. Uh, it should be able to tag me into it. Okay. And I'm, still, I'm still learning the whole new uh, new school way of marketing myself. So I'm, I'm trying to get on board with that. If you guys have any recommendations, I am all ears. I can, I can definitely help with that. Definitely. Um, that's a whole different monster, the, the uh, media. I, I, I work and I train and you give me a phone. It's like, it's the gorilla and the, and the helmet. I become that person. <laughs> what, what's going on? What, so, about, what about FGW? FGW, Future Great Wrestling on uh, Facebook. Once again, Future Great Wrestling on Twitter. Um, for tickets every Friday, 7 p.m. bell time, gates, uh, doors open 6.30 uh, for advanced tickets, future great comics uh, on Facebook. Uh, Mr. Brian Levick, the owner of Future Great Comics and Future Great Wrestling, would be happy to assist you. We need to pack the house out here as well as every venue that I'm at because you will be entertained. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow me on the social media uh, if you want to reach out, give me some love, share my stuff. I'd greatly appreciate it. If not, that right there is for you, schmuck. Sorry. Buy, buy some of his merch. Oh, buy the merch. Pro Wrestling Tees. Scotty Amos with a Y. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome. <laughs> I, need to, see, I need to have a cue card with all this stuff on it. I came unprepared. See, I'm still, I still have my wrestling knee pads on. I came in here the last minute. I was unprepared and I apologize, uh, but I had a blast guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Been fun. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, Amos for myself, uh, meet hook Jim, as well as Donnie Hoover and our special guest, the prophet of pain. You're welcome. Scotty two times right here. That's right. Scotty two times. 
I haven't forgotten that. Two-time wrestler of the year, FGW. Yes, sir. I go for. Uh, I'm going for three. Now, we're going to push for three. You know, we're going to make sure that somehow you make that three times. This is the Wrestle Horror Podcast. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you, guys. See you, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. Facebook.com backslash Wrestle Horror. Instagram at Wrestle Horror. Twitter at Wrestle Horror. On YouTube at the Wrestle Horror channel. And you can also find us on our website, www.wrestlehorror.com.